Hi friend, do you ever need to create marketing materials easily? Whether you need to make flyers or artwork for your blog, your podcast, or any number of different things, check out Canva. Go to findyourflow.com forward slash Canva. That's C-A-N-V-A. I've been using the free version of Canva for many, many years, and I recently upgraded to the pro version, and it's awesome. So go to findyourflow.com forward slash Canva to learn more. And now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Finder Flow radio show podcast. I'm your host, Winston Wittes, and I'm here today with a very special episode. Today's episode is about Find Your Flow. So I've been going off on a good one for the last five minutes, ten minutes only to realize I had the microphone pointed the wrong way, but that's okay. I'm in such a great mood that I'm just going to keep on rolling right with the flow and share with you as much as I can remember from what I just said, which is hopefully only the best part. So check it out, friend. Find your flow. Started with an epiphany that I had in 1999, and it was New Year's Eve. And I was out in the desert with my friends, and we were getting crazy, as kids do, when they're in the desert with their friends, and there's no parental supervision. And it's Y2K, which was, for those of you who do not remember, are too young to remember, or for those of you who do remember, Y2K was the internet scare that we didn't know what was going to happen. The whole internet might melt down because it's the year 2000, and all the computers are going to reset, and uh, it could be total you know, chaos with everything. So we went to the desert, figured that would be a safe place to go. And I had a flow moment, an experience, an aha moment, a uh, an epiphany, if you will. And it changed my life. It changed the course of my life. It changed everything for me. And I started taking action. So the voice was a very wise voice. I was floating above my body. My physical body was dancing along the sand, flowing along the sand. Even if it tripped, it would just do this amazing spin or twist and just keep on moving. And it was, it was the most amazing feeling. I could literally do no wrong because even if I did something that my mind might have thought was wrong, my body would instantly just move into a new dance move that I'd never done before. And I realized, oh my gosh, if I never made that, quote, mistake, end quote, I would never have discovered this new amazing move. And so flow began. My mind flowed, my body flowed, my spirit flowed, and I was already in social flow out there with my friends, and it was amazing. And the voice told me, Winston, you will write a book about this experience, and you will learn to spread this experience of flow into all areas of your life. And that was loud and clear as day, it said to me, from above. And I was already floating above my body. And it was amazing. And I came back down into my physical body experience in a way. It was still it was still very fluid. My body was not the same experience of my body that I had had previous to that. It was very flowing and very. I was very aware of myself almost at a molecular level as it moved through space and time. I could sense how the consciousness of not just my concentrated consciousness, my self-awareness of ego, and also my body consciousness of awareness of it moving almost as if a school of fish might move in a group situation, a flock of seagulls or a flock of any kind of birds, how everything could kind of move and the some of its parts 
were greater than the whole, or the whole of its parts greater than some, I don't know. It was, it, whatever that was about, it was like that. Moving through time, and I was aware of it, and I, it blew my mind, and I got to work. I tried to, to explain people this, this amazing flow experience I'd had, and it sounded crazy. This was 1999. I'm sure people were talking about, you know, getting the flow or like go with the flow way before that. However, it was no, nothing that had really captured my attention up until that point, or at least to that extreme. And so I said, okay, well, how am I going to write a book about this? Nobody even seems to care. People think I'm crazy. You know, what were you doing out in the desert with your friends on New Year's Eve when there's supposed to be a meltdown and you're floating above your body and God is talking to you and or you know, the universe or whatever. And, you know, that's somewhat irrelevant, <laughs> somewhat not perhaps, but I was in a frame of consciousness that was beyond my normal everyday frame of consciousness and that is okay with me because that was part of the purpose. Part of the intention was to go beyond my everyday life into the extraordinary, into the beyond to kind of hopefully bring back some information for myself that would improve my life and those of the folks around me. So that was what happened. And I got to work blogging. No, not blogging. The internet wasn't even a thing, as, as big a thing. There wasn't blogs back then, I don't think. I started actually logging things with paper and pen, journaling. And I would write down whenever I would experience a flow state. What was I doing? How did it happen? And then I started kind of seeing coincidences as a flow state of sorts, a bigger, more meta version of a flow state. Instead of just me, my own personal self, getting in the flow, getting in the zone, having things work out fluidly, even almost without thinking, then I started to recognize, hey, sometimes it involves somebody else. Maybe I was thinking of this thing, and then all of a sudden my friend came along and had that thing and gave it to me, or we traded or something. And so there was more than one of us involved with this flow state. And so I started to refer to that as social flow, coincidence and serendipity, chance encounters, right? Being in the right place at the right time with the right person started to occur to me that maybe this was also part of the flow. And so I expanded my own awareness around coincidences and serendipity so that I could experience more of them because I realized where my attention goes, energy flows. And the more that I could consciously direct that flow, the more I could start to create the things that I wanted in my life. And I was already aware of Law of Attraction before the movie The Secret came out. I didn't call it The Secret, of course. I just knew that if I focused on something and I wanted it and I worked toward it and I kept it in mind, that I could almost kind of sense it coming along. I could almost feel that it was coming toward me in some way and that I was also going toward it. So I had an intuitive sense around this that I started to focus in on even more to bring more conscious awareness to it. And so this became the basis of the first book that I still have not yet published as of this date uh, because I published others beforehand. But this first one was the one that is uh, still one I'm working on. And so today, a big thing happened. So in recent podcast episodes, I've been talking, I've shared with you um, that I don't, I haven't been promoting the podcast. I haven't promoted it in a very long time. I haven't promoted the website in a long time. I've been working on a lot of back-end systems, a lot of back-end infrastructure, a lot of intellectual property type stuff, and there's just a lot of things. I have, I'm, I've got a big vision for this, believe it or not, and uh, a lot of moving pieces right? And I don't want to 
promote it before I'm ready is kind of the short end. But at the same time, there are certain aspects that I feel. And so part of that is not being too far ahead of the curve, which is something, you know, if, you, if we talk about know thyself and be aware of your own maybe uh, idiosyncrasies or patterns or habits, then you can start to, you know, you can make conscious decisions to change those or go with them or prepare for them or what have you. And for me, I know that a pattern that I can be aware of or should be aware of is uh, uh, being too far ahead of the curve, right? Sharing ideas that the people I'm sharing them with are just not ready for. Because I get so excited because I'm so, you know, been working on this thing or into this space for so long, it seems like everybody else is too or should be and I just start talking about it and then it doesn't make any sense and I sound like crazy. And I did that for a long time before I realized, like, just shut my mouth. Guy, just stop talking. Nobody knows what you're talking about and they don't want to, so be quiet. So with findyourflow.com, I've been building this up. Uh, so the website, findyourflow.com, really, I, I that phrase, find your flow, came to me not at the time of that epiphany. It came sometime later. I'm not quite sure when, but I remember looking it up online to see like, hey, you know what? That's That phrase, that's it. You know, that, that says it all for me. I want to help people have flow experiences, flow states. That's it. If I can get somebody to have a flow experience of their own, then I, they don't have to believe anything I say. I'm not preaching to a choir. I'm not, you know, on my soapbox. I, it, we're just sharing a shared experience. We, we're communicating and relating to each other because we both have had flow experiences, okay? And so you don't have to take my word for it. You don't have to trust me. You don't have to believe me or some book that I'm going to point to and say, hey, this book tells you this, and so you should listen, okay? That, for me, growing up was not cutting it. You want to threaten me with everlasting sleep, which is what, you know, and no offense to any religions out there, any of you for anything, but this was just my own experience as a kid. You know, you, you know, we didn't, the, the, the framework I grew up in wasn't one of like burning in hell forever after. It was you go into an infinite sleep ever after, which is, I, you know, not, doesn't sound quite so horrible, but still even that um, meant, I think, largely as a threat did not phase me. It, it phased me, but I was not <laughs> I was not turned away from my quest for actual truth that I could personally verify. And being that they're telling me this and it you know, I'd have to die to learn it. It's like, you know, that doesn't cut it for me. I'm not gonna buy into your system because of you you're gonna try to scare me with this kind of thing. Sorry. I need to test it for myself and over my life I have tested it for myself. And so I would not presume to tell you to trust me. Instead, I tell you to try it for yourself and see if you can get similar results. And if not, then I'm going to bring on experts that will share their experiences and their style and their way of getting into flow states so that you can try their styles as well. And that way you can have your own flow experiences and you need not trust any of us. You can just trust your own experience. That is it for me. That's what the whole thing boiled down to. I finally realized after a long, long time. And so, uh, you know, when I started doing this podcast, um, I, I didn't know who or why I was doing it, to be perfectly honest. I was just sharing my experiences. Partly, you know, the blog was just keeping track of me using law of attraction, really. It was like, hey, 
Um, I'm going to talk about this thing. It's not a reality yet in my life, but I want to show people that by me talking about it and me putting on my vision board and setting some goals around it and then changing this habit so that I can take this action on a consistent basis, then at some point in time, I believe that this thing will happen or I will have that or I will meet this person. And then I would document it on the blog or in the podcast. And that was basically the format that I came up with. And I was like, wow, wouldn't it be cool if I could give other people this platform too who get this idea and share in the excitement of getting into flow states and that they could share their content too. And so this find your flow idea was like, hey, you don't have to take my word for it. Find your own flow. Oh, you don't like, you know, surfing? Cool. What's your flow? Oh, you dance? Cool. Me too. I like to do that. Oh, you like underwater basket weaving? Awesome. Have at it. You can get in a flow state doing bowling. Okay, cool. Or reading or writing. Excellent. Bring it. Bring it all. Okay. And that is the basic idea. Flow states. Get you into a flow state. Then we can feel better. You know, have a, a more amazing day. Get more done. Be more awesome in our own lives. And then the people that encounter us are going to be more stoked because it's like, wow, so-and-so is really on a good one today. They're really awesome and flowing. And don't they seem lucky? And like everything just works out for them and they're always in a good mood. And it's like, yeah. They're flowing. They're in it. They're in the flow of life and at a high level that allows them to just to be above the bumps in the road. Even Not to say that they're not there. Everything's working out perfect, but their attitude toward it and their awareness and direction for it allows them to, to basically flow around it or through it or over it or under it. And this experience is what I call being in the flow. So find your flow. I have not promoted it. I shared on a on a podcast a little while back. I've not been promoting it because I've been working on this back end stuff, right? And uh, there are people and companies and other things that are kind of you know coming around this this phrase find your flow, and you know I've shared that my maybe it's my ego wants to protect the brand, right? It's like hey I thought of this and and probably I wasn't the first to say find your flow, but I was the first to buy the domain. Right, I forked out the thirteen hundred dollars to buy the dot com back in two thousand thirteen, and that says something, I think. And then I forked out the money to buy the dot org, and then I lost that, and somebody else bought it and tried to start a business around that, and I my heart sank. I'll be honest, I freaking was so sad and upset, and I found it out on the day my second son was born. Our second son was born that I had lost the domain after I'd worked so hard and was so excited to get it. The .org is uh, what I see as as we build this business and we have income and it, it's big and I'm able to start using money toward, um, you know, nonprofit type things to, you know, put instruments, musical instruments in the hands of kids that can't afford them, to clean up drinking water for people, to work on the cancer situation, figure out what the F is going on with that whole freaking sideshow. And... Um, you know, just a lot of good things that I've been wanting to do and I feel very called and drawn to do and I lost the .org and I was so freaking upset because it was a stupid, stupid oversight on my part after I'd already spent a couple hundred bucks on it. And then this other company starts working on a product and it was like, you know, good for them, but shoot, like this is not some freaking lame, not to say their thing was lame, but it's like, gosh darn it, like this is what I feel like I've been called to do for the last 18 years. I've been working behind the scenes on a lot of this stuff and here's like now it's like going to be a fad you know it's like gosh darn it maybe it's my ego that's just taking a hit but maybe it's you know it's my life purpose taking a hit <laughs> and and that's that's hard uh so but the other day i had a hunch 
I was like, you know, I should check up on these folks. I should check up on what's going on with that situation. And wouldn't you know, the domain was for sale. $800 now. $800. But you know what? Last time I sat and waited and considered, would anybody buy a .org for 800 bucks? Guess what? Somebody did. So you know what I did? I bought it right back. 800 bucks. So now I'm into it for 1000 bucks on the .org. So okay, friends. That's uh, that's how I, I donate to charity, right? This is my charity. Start my own darn charity because I don't always trust other charities. I want to make sure that the money is being used as best it can be used, as efficient as possible. And I want the best people that really care about the, the situation and aren't just looking for a paycheck to be freaking in there, you know, crushing it and doing good for people. So that's part of what I'm fired up about with. And then the other thing is uh, these darn SSL certificates for any of you tech folk that or website folk that know anything about that. Google recently made this thing where you got to have an SSL certificate for your site to basically even be seen on Google. And, uh, you know, I've been dropping a lot of money on this and then other things in life that have come up and uh, been, you know, what they are. So I was like, shoot, well, how much is this really going to hurt my site? You know, not that I'm getting a ton of organic traffic. Um, and, you know, like I said, I stopped promoting a while back so I could kind of kind of, you know, not be too far ahead of the curve, but also be able to be prepared for when it it does catch on and when people start to get the the same aha moment I had and start to get into flow experiences and recognize like, hey, you know what? This could very well be a framework that a lot of people could find value in and that a lot of people could really have life-changing experiences with. I truly believe that, you know, and uh, I was saying in the episode that I, I deleted because I had the microphone pointing the wrong darn way. But, um, you know, uh, as I was starting the podcast a couple of years back, I didn't know who exactly I was talking to. And I would say things that, you know, go back on what I was saying. And I, have, I felt, I've always felt I have to be careful about what I say. Like I'm afraid that I'm going to offend certain people and hurt their feelings. And, you know, the large majority of people just do not share the same belief structure that I do. And I'm very well aware of that. And I do not want to cause pain or, you know, suffering to other people. That's exactly what I'm not trying to do. And um, and so how do I do it? How do I say what I'm trying to say, knowing that uh, most people are going to disagree with it, right? You know, and um, and what somebody said to me once was that I'm not podcasting this and saying the things I say to convert people or to get them to see my way or to change their minds. What I'm actually doing is speaking to the people that have already come to the same conclusion or are on their way or kind of sense that it may be a possibility. And I am simply affirming for them that they are not alone and that I also see things that way or similarly. And that that is, that is what I'm really doing. And when my friend told me that, it basically blew my mind because it changed everything. It's like, gosh, you know what? Yeah, I don't care if people get offended. I mean, I still do, honestly, but not as much because I realize that's not who I'm trying to talk to. And that's who I thought I was trying to talk to. Like, how am I going to convince this person that believes that, that this is the case and not that thing? And, and it's like, no, I'm going about it all wrong. That's not my audience. My audience are the people that are already on the same wavelength as me. And they're looking for more of it. They want to find like-minded people who believe what they believe. And we don't have to hide what I don't, you know, I speak very cryptically. I'm aware of sometimes I'm aware. Sometimes I just am cryptic, I guess. 
um, or like I, I've just gotten so used to speaking in multiple layers so that people that only know so much can figure out what I'm saying to hide the, the truth of the, my truth that I'm trying to put out there, right? Because again, I'm freaking afraid, guys. It's like, you know, I'm not some movie star. I'm not trying to be a movie star and get a whole bunch of uh, attention, right? I mean, but now I kind of am. I'm launching the website. So that was the point. That was the Finder Flow last thing before I run out of time here. Finderflow.com finally forked down the money to get the SSL certificate. And I was going to Google like, hey, you know, I was way back on Google. If you Google Find Your Flow, it's like there's all these random other things that pop up and it's so depressing. It's like, gosh darn it, I've only been working on this for 18 years and I'm nowhere to be found on Google because Google hates me because they blacklisted me because I won't pay their darn ransom money for this stupid certificate. Blah, blah, blah. Not very flowing thoughts, right? And then finally I was like, well, what if I could? What if I just paid their darn money and... How much would that change things? So I paid it, got the certificate, still not showing up on Google, still way back in the rankings. Like, gosh, darn it. So then I realized like, oh, there's all this super technical stuff you got to do to make Google happy with this, even though you already bought this thing. So it's like, well, started down that path, realized this is certainly not in my wheelhouse, not flowing for me at all. This is very bumpy. There's got to be an easier way. So call up my, my host. And asked them about it, like, hey, I bought this certificate. Help me out. What can I do? Oh, well, you know, we could manage that for you for an extra couple hundred bucks a year, blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, take my money. Take my money and just make it work. I just, you know, I feel like I'm ready. I'm ready to start making it happen, friend. Okay? I got the .org. I don't remember if I just told you that story or if I just told that in the last episode that I had to delete because it all starts blurring together. Got the .org. I'd lost it. I'd paid 200 bucks, finally got it, was so stoked, and then didn't transfer it over correctly, lost it. Somebody else bought it. I bought it back for 800 bucks, and so I'm into it for 1000 Got the .com, 1300 bucks back in the day. Been building, building, building all these things and uh, frameworks and systems and autoresponders and products and videos and podcasts and blogs, and here we are today. And supposedly within 48 hours, this SSL security thing will be fixed with Google and I'll have one of those super cool secure locks when you look up finderflow.com and you're on the finderflow.com website, you'll see that it is a secure site and that is really an important thing. I'm very proud of, feel very blessed to have the money in the bank to be able to do it and get the word out. And uh, at this point, I'm going to start putting the word out. Not hugely, not hugely. I'm still not ready to go full scale with this thing because, uh, again, I don't want to be too far ahead of the curve here and I'm not fully ready. But I, but the people that are the, are the right people are going to find it. That's what I believe. And if you know those people, please share it with them. All right. If you want to experience more flow in your life, by all means, please subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, on on whatever listening thing you listen to. Um, you know, like us on Facebook, find your flow, go to Instagram, uh, find your flow guy. Yeah. I'm the find your flow guy. Couldn't get the other one, whatever. Not bitter about it. Just flown with it, friend. Right. And, uh, awesomeness all the way around. So I'm super stoked. I appreciate you so much. <sighs> yeah. Go with the flow and not just any flow, your flow. This is your life, friend. Make it happen. Until next time. Be flowing.
Well, thanks for listening, friend. By the way, do you have a story that you would like to share with other flowers? Maybe you'd like to put it in a book. Well, go to findyourflow.com forward slash author club and learn how you can publish your own book or become a published author in the Find Your Flow book series. Simply go to findyourflow.com forward slash author club, all one word, and be sure to join the free Facebook group while you're at it. Thanks, friend. And until next time, be flowing.